Welcome to Lilypod episode 27, a mid-singles guide to peace. Jeff and Kathy Teichert bringing you another episode of Lilypod, which is a production of Love in Later Years. We are certified life coaches and members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our messages are directed toward mid-singles and later married couples. We also welcome all who enjoy personal growth and enriching relationships. Today we're talking about a mid-singles guide to peace. This is the first section of our book, Intentional Courtship, which is coming out soon. And we believe that peace has got to be the foundation for moving ahead in single life and forming relationships. And I've mentioned this before, but like almost all of you, like Kathy, coming out of a, a divorce, I was really raw and kind of bitter. And, you know, I thought everything was my former wife's fault. And I also had recurring thoughts that something had gone wrong in my life, that things were not as they should be. The cosmos was out of balance. And I think think that's very common. Yeah. As Latter-day Saints, we, with divorce, we have such a strong attachment to marriage as we should, but as a result, a lot of shame goes along with divorce and having a relationship that hasn't, hasn't worked out the way we wanted. And so that's a very bad place to begin a new relationship. And I've, I've known people who literally, you know, they got divorced and before their divorce was even final, they were on the, the dating apps and, you know, finding someone. And I think when we, have been in a relationship for a long time, it's very difficult to imagine life any other way. Right. So it's understandable that that happens, but it, it doesn't generally lead to a healthy remarriage. Yeah. And I, I've seen that a lot of times and, you know, I'm not bagging on anyone else's decisions, but I think that isn't the ideal way to go about it because often you're still so, um, grieving what happened before. Uh, And I I remember one woman I knew who got divorced, who said that she could hardly remember where her first marriage left off and her second marriage began. It was kind of a blur. Yeah. Well, and, and that might end up working out occasionally, but um, it, it does tend to, to be an issue uh, if there's a quick move into another relationship and there wasn't, the the grieving process didn't complete and peace wasn't found. Right. Um, so there's eight chapters in this section. The first is where to begin. The second is what's in the way. The third is overcoming fear because what's in the way is fear. And uh, especially when we've been hurt in previous relationships, we all have that fear. And, uh, and then we move into challenges mid-singles face in the church. Right. And the unique challenges of mid-single Latter-day Saint women and the unique 
challenges of mid-single Latter-day Saint men. We actually both have a voice in every chapter except for five and six. Right. And Kathy wrote the chapter to women. I wrote the chapter to men. And, uh, and I don't comment on her her writing in the chapter to women, and she doesn't comment on my writing in the chapter to men, although we did discuss it between each other. Of but. course. And, and the chapter he wrote to men is, is amazing. Yeah, I mean, I think, I hope it helps a lot of men feel understood in uh, the way that, uh, particularly divorcees, the way that it's affected them, both in their individual life and in the church community, uh, and the way that that they experience that, um, you know, I want them to feel understood and to feel hope. And I hope that chapter helps that to happen. Well, and for me, the 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 the, the chapter that I had the most invested in was the women's chapter. I had written a lot of thoughts, but I hadn't really uh, formulated it into a succinct message. And I, I really, uh, women, women are the crowning creation of this world. And what's interesting is this was the last chapter to be completed, even though it's near the beginning of the book, uh, because it's something that I wanted, I really wanted to do it justice. Right. For all the wonderful women out there. Yeah. And there are, there are great women and great men out there that really feel like life has not turned out well for them. And it's one universal part of the experience of being a mid-single in the church. It seems that there is, for whatever reason you became mid-single, either growing into it from not having ever married or, or getting divorced or widowed, um, there, there feels like a deep disappointment in the way life has quote unquote turned out. And we want to tell you both now and in this book that life hasn't turned out yet. You're still here. You're a middle-aged person and are likely to live to be old. And so there is hope ahead of you. Right. And besides that, life hasn't turned out even when it ends because we believe in the afterlife and right. that we continue progressing. So uh, the, the challenge for mid-singles in general, in, in, at least in the past, and we're hoping this is changing now, uh, is that we feel like a minority in our religion where you know, we focus so much on families and marriage and yet we were told at last general conference by Elder Gong and Elder Ballard that a majority of adult members of the church are single. Right. It's no, it's no longer a minority. If it ever was, it is a majority now. And so uh, we want everyone to feel like they're in good company, that they are supported, that they... Um, that they have resources. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, and we believe we have believed for a long time that mid singles are the most underserved part of our community. And I'm not just talking about by the church. Uh, I mean, we're a very family oriented church as we should be, but also by authors, speakers, and people, you know, that are producing good work for the, edification of various different 
people in the church, but we believe a, a book about a mid-single gaining peace in the wake of of a divorce or a death of a loved one. And written by someone who's been there. Right. It is a very valuable and important um, part of, of the um, experience that we're talking about. We, we've devoted over a hundred pages to gaining peace as a mid single Latter-day Saint. Right. And after those three chapters on those the, the challenges mid-singles uh, to deal with are the personal development chapters. And the first is finding peace and Christ-like love. The second is authenticity for dating success. Right. Authenticity and being and, and vulnerability. Vulnerability is a hard thing for many uh, mid-single Latter-day Saints because uh, they may have experienced the loss of a, of a loved one to death, and they are worried about experiencing that loss again, that it will hurt uh, so intensely as they have hurt before. It, divorce, very, very similar. Um, people are reluctant to get into another marriage, worried that it could end. And, you know, they hadn't considered that possibility nearly as much in the first marriage. And so, and then there's the the fear of being rejected, even asking someone for a first date, because we don't know how they feel about us. Although for us, since we were divorced, that kind of rejection isn't didn't didn't feel so big of a deal after the rejection of a, a long term marriage. Very true. But we know for many of you that there is a certain amount of fear and and reluctance in asking someone for a date because you feel in a way like it reflects on your worth as a person if somebody rejects you. And we, we talk through some of that and we, we don't want you to feel like because you're not a match for someone that you're not a match for anyone. And for me, I was terrified of dating again because I hadn't done it since I was in my teens. And it felt so awkward and uncomfortable, but I, I lucked out and I ended up actually going on a practice date before I actually went on a, a real one, you know, I just went with a friend uh, on a hike and, you know, I was even a little nervous for that. And right. so it kind of just eased me in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I hadn't um, dated since my twenties, since college. And I didn't feel like I'd been very good at it back then. Uh, I didn't have very many, you know, serious relationships and, um, stayed single for five years at BYU, went to graduate school there as well as um, most of my undergraduate. So I, you know, I didn't feel like I'd been very good at dating and the thought of being thrown back into the dating world as a middle-aged person, I just was terrified by it, honestly. Right. Well, and you know, whether, whether a person is interested in dating or not, I would actually say intentional courtship is still for them if they're mid-single because of this first section that focuses so much on personal development and creating a, a peace in your own life. Right. And, you know, that that chapter on finding peace in Christ-like love is a lot about finding forgiveness, forgiving forgiving. Uh, past experiences and relationships and also forgiving yourself for any mistakes you've made, but in finding total and complete peace in your own life. 
Exactly. And the, the peace that, that we're talking about, it is the peace of Christ, uh, which is universal. But we have unique challenges as mid-singles in this area. Um, and I, I want to point out that, you know, the, the command in the Bible to be therefore perfect when Jesus gives this in the Sermon on the Mount, it directly follows the passage love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. And you may feel that your spouse's actions, however they contributed to the divorce, fit in that, that they became your enemy, that they despitefully used and persecuted you or whatever. I, I mean, it, that's an almost universal experience among people that have been divorced. And I think the reason that that comes before be ye therefore perfect is because that's probably the hardest thing we do on the road to perfection is learn to forgive others. The other thing is perfect uh, comes from a Greek word in the Bible that may also be translated as whole or complete. And it's hard to feel whole when you are filled with bitterness and rancor toward another person. And so, you know, a lot of our, uh, like I said, over a hundred pages are devoted to how do we gain this peace um, when we've had so much pain and trauma. And also overcoming fear. Um, you know, and we've mentioned divorce a lot because that's our experience, but we also counseled with those who have been never married and those who uh, who have been widowed. And one of our never married friends who was super shy did this like wonderful dating experience experiment, right. you know, and uh, she overcame that, that fear of shyness by doing something very intentional about going on a, a whole bunch of dates and, and making it public, you know, and, and even having, you know, people help her out with this, this social project, you know, and I thought that was so awesome uh, that, you know, if she can do that, anyone that is shy can, can do something like that, that suits them, that, help benefits them. And it, it ultimately did lead to an eternal companion for her. Not, not that experiment itself, but I think the process of it did. Right. I think it helped her to break out of that shell a little bit. And I, I can tell you, you know, she was one of my dating partners. Um, and, you know, I know how painfully shy she was, uh, but right, she, so, so was, impressive. she was very intentional about going after what she wanted and and finding what she wanted and ultimately yeah she has a an eternal marriage and a couple of beautiful children and you know things have worked out for her and yeah if 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 she could do it being so shy uh you can take hope too you know there's a, a section of the overcoming fear chapter um that I, I wrote, and it's lessons on fear from about with bees. Uh, and uh, we have a mid-single friend of ours who uh, he's, he's almost 50, never been married. And uh, he read this book for us as a, as a beta reader. And, and then uh, and he told me specifically that that 
was was helpful for it. that section in particular was helpful for him to understand how to move beyond some of the fears he had and uh, subsequently within oh gosh maybe a month or so of reading this he asked a friend of his who he had been seeing for a couple of years who actually happens to be my best friend <laughs> in the whole wide world and also never married in her 40s um, to date and so they started dating and this last week they got married yeah, we attended their ceiling, which was a beautiful thing. And we've seen on social media some of their friends put never saw, thought we'd see the day, you know, because, like, <laughs> um, you know, they and and it was very exciting to have our book impact um, two people that we are good friends with and very close to in such a positive way and already have, you know, a success story. Before from it's a, even published. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, we're, we're so grateful that they, they read that book. And, you know, I think it might have happened anyway, maybe. But he certainly um, has overcome a lot of fears to make that relationship happen. Right. And um, we just, we think the world of both of them. Um, and the, the bravery that they, um, they showed in pursuing a marriage so late in life. I mean, because I think just as we talked about, it can be scary going from being married into uh, being single. It, I think it can be similarly scary going into real, into a marriage from having been um, single so long. It's, yeah. You know, it's just, it's a big change. I'd like to just read you one of the testimonials of our book um, by Doug Brindley, who is, uh, was a best-selling author, you know, of, of a few different books and is also a BYU professor. Uh, some of you will recognize his name, although he, he hasn't published anything recently, but he writes very impressive book for the audience it addresses. Jeff and Kathy have covered every dimension of navigating mid-single life. A must read for anyone who has been through a divorce or experienced heartache, you will find all you need to regain your footing and move on, move forward in locating your eternal companion. It offers much needed reassurance that after profound loss and perceived failure, there is still hope for a bright future. With the number of singles out there and the quality of this material, I really think it should be a bestseller. And I, I consider that high praise because I have such respect for Doug Brinley and the, the books he public, has published on relationships. But we really feel passionate about this book and what it can do for, for the mid-single community in our church. And specifically with relating to this podcast, in finding peace and creating a, a life of joy on purpose. Right. Also, to point out really quickly, our foreword in the book was written by Dr. Laura Brotherson, uh, who is a licensed marriage and family therapist and a best-selling author of the book, and they were not ashamed. And she also loves this book. We won't read you the foreword. You can read it when the book comes out. But uh, but Laura loves this book, too, and, and uh, many of you may have encountered her work, but she's a a prominent Latter-day Saint sex therapist and author has written several books. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. And we're so grateful that she and Doug Brinley took the time to read our book and give us such wonderful feedback. And uh, we're really super excited to bring this book out this fall. Yeah. And so we stay think tuned. you're going to love it. Yep. And the next two episodes will be about the other two chat, uh, other two sections of our book about uh, progressing in dating and, and pairing up with uh, an eternal companion. Right. So until next time, remember that any time is the right time for more love in your life. Thank you so much for listening to Love in Later Years. Subscribe to LilyPod to get notice of each new weekly episode. If you enjoy what you heard, share with those you love. For more information about our organization and services, visit loveinlateryears.com.